Our celebration of American whiskeys continues on our weekly Bold Alpha Spirit celebration. Today, a Baker's 7 and a limited Baker's 13. Bold Alpha is presented by Davidoff of Geneva, makers of Camacho and the Camacho Corojo, built with authentic Honduran Corojo to deliver a bold experience for those that defy the status quo. Prepare for the intensity with Camacho Corojo. Camacho, strength and character. It's in our DNA, available at DavidoffGeneva.com. And by Gurkha, the world's finest cigars, including the Gurkha Nicaraguan series. Loaded with all Nicaraguan leaf from the renowned Aganorsa Farms, the Gurkha Nicaraguan series is the fullest-bodied cigar in the Gurkha portfolio. Peppery, spicy, rich, while maintaining absolute smoothness. Add the Gurkha Nicaraguan series to your humidor today. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. Greetings and salutations. It is Alpha Dave, your global five-star general, alpha male-in-chief, running center today from our Ford Theater of Operations, Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa for our weekly spirits celebration. And joining us, as always, Tommy Diadio, the senior executive VP of Spirits Procurement for the Corona Cigar Stores and Lounges in Orlando and the Davidoff Store and Lounge in Tampa. Tommy D., our celebration of American whiskeys continues. Baker's, one of the first really small batch bourbons yeah. to really hit the market. Yeah, so what they did with Baker's, Baker's was the lost thing from Jim Beam and Maker's Mark. It was in between Basil and Booker's, and nobody really drank it. So uh, they repackaged it, and they took it from a small batch to a seven-year-old single barrel. So that's, that new packaging is a seven-year-old single barrel, and it's still not really selling well, but it's about to sell really well. They came out with a limited edition 13-year-old <clears throat> single barrel, which uh, put a little bit on the map, but it's still not selling. But now they're doing private barrels. So the only one that's available in the southeast is uh, Corona Cigar. Really? Lukens, which is one of your big people out here in Tampa. We did a collaboration of doing a Lukens and Corona Cigar. Yeah, big spirit retailer. Yeah. So, we, so our Baker's is going to be 12 years old when it barrels, and it's a single barrel. So the 7-year-old you buy on the... Uh, the shelf now is not small bats, it's single barrel. So every single, every barrel, is, some of them are eight years old, seven and a half, some of them are eight and a half, some are nine years old. You hit it right on the head. Eight years, <clears throat> yep. six months. Yep. Eight and a half Correct. years old, and it says minimum seven Correct. years. So that's pretty good. Yep. You're getting another year and a half out of that. So it was always one of my favorite bourbons from the Maker's Jim Beam portfolio. And um, when we sat down and we did this barrel pick with Lukens, we sat down with their brand ambassador and... He had bologna, cheese, lettuce, tomato, rolls, uh, bread for the uh, and uh, mayo and and uh, uh, mustard. And I'm sitting there like, what's going on here? And they're like, well, Baker No likes to drink Baker's and Coke, which you know, each their own. And he likes to eat it with a bologna and cheese sandwich with lettuce and mayo. You could put the tomato on it. You could put mustard on it. I'll give you the option. So we all recreated the sandwich the way he, he liked it, and we drank the Baker's and Coke, um, which was pretty interesting. It wasn't bad, but I, I like Baker's uh, 107 in Old Fashioned or Manhattan. I love Baker's 107. It's just like I like Bumburgers from Michter's. They're like, they're like a, that 107, 108, 109 proof. It, to me, is that's the ideal proof for me. 
Tommy, if you ever go to Katz's Deli, don't ever order a bologna sandwich on white. I would with, never do that. I've been to Katz's Deli. I would never do that. <laughs> but we wanted to, 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 no, s- I know. to stick with his tradition. Right, sure. And when I went to Maker's Mark one time, they have an, an old, uh, uh, you know, a tour guide there that everybody recommends. And when I was sitting there talking to him, he's like, I like to drink George T. Stagg and Coke. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> George T. Stagg and Coke, 120-something proof right. to 146 proof <laughs> bourbon with Coke. I'm like, you know what, to each to its own. But right. It, it seems like bourbon cokes, uh, you know, a tradition in Kentucky. It's something I don't drink, but but you know what, in the the, the skinny uh, Collins glass with the Bakers and Coke, it was quite refre- it was quite refreshing with the bone. We 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 were at Meat Market in uh, South Tampa, and we started with that. Uh, Lucan's people, great family, great liquor store, yep. love them, and we sat there and we drank it at Barrel Strength, and we proofed it down to 107, and we actually picked a. They gave us three samples that were made the same day, but distilled in different places. So they were—they were all were born on date the same day. It was same mash bill, which was pretty cool. But they were in three different locations, and it was so different the way they taste as usual because of the the floors and the heat and the oak. Every you know oak, you, you just you just can't. You don't know what it's going to—the flavor profile is going to take. Tommy, throughout the United States, <clears throat> we see big box retailers in every category. Yeah. Whether it's home improvement. Whether it is spirits, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about some very big national uh, or regional spirits uh, retailers, but I still find it great when you can have locally owned chains yeah. that have several stores, three, four, five stores that are able to do things differently and more unique than, say, a giant big box retailer yeah. that goes from New York to Florida. Like Total Wine. Correct. Most people don't understand. Total Wine is actually ruining. Your availability of bourbon. Why? Because what they do is uh, they advertise something. You go in there, you look on the shelf, and they have a brand. They convince all these big companies to make a brand for themselves. Right. They sell their brand under their label, and the the main brand, like say Four Roses or Seventeen Ninety Two, is always empty. <clears throat> they don't want you. They don't support. They don't support big brands unless they make a, a private label for them, and that's the problem I have with Total Wine. Well, there's other. There's also beverage and more Bevmo yeah. in California, yeah. and there's others. Not that they're bad, but just to me, yeah. But all those... you're doing things. But here, just here's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're doing something very unique with these bakers and with some of the other spirits, right. the collaborations that nobody else, none of these big boxes can get. But the problem is, is when you have a hundred or two hundred stores, you buy three bottles a week. Right. Your numbers are high, so you're going to get limited production item. So if you ever walk into a Total Wine, they go. They will always try to steer you to their brands. Sure. They make money only on their brands. What's happening in the supermarket business, too? Publix, Wegmans, they're all phasing out. You go look. Where you used to have all these brands of ketchup, now it's Heinz. I know Wegmans, uh, this is upstate New York, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia. They have gotten, systemically gotten rid of tons of brands and if they do have brands, you have Heinz Ketchup, and then there's Wegman's own brand. Why? Because the markup is bigger. I know, but with bourbon, the problem with it is is it's forcing place people like ABC and Lukens to make lottos, to lock all your bourbon up, and the only way you, you can buy it is to come to them and buy all the time to get a certain amount of money right. to get allocated bourbon. <laughs> bourbon is so hard to get now, and <clears throat> it, you know, Total Wines is the reason why. Has it gotten harder since the pandemic began because more consumption? So what happened during the pandemic is I always said back in 2012, I said secondary market, the resale market is going to destroy bourbon. Well, now they got this market since coronavirus. It's called a gambling website. It's called Powerball. 
So basically, you got 10 spots. Each spot is X amount of money. If you win the bottle, they give you an 80% buyback of, say, Tornado Survivor, which used to be $4,000. Now it's 20 grand. So 80% of 20 grand, you get the money, and the guy keeps reposting the bottle at the same time. So that's what's happened in Bourbon where... Like, so it's an auction type site? It's a gambling website. So basically, Blanton's is like, even in duty-free now, $150. Wow. It shouldn't be $150 because the resale and this, it's just destroying it. And then people get on the liquor stores for saying, hey, how can you charge this much money for this? Well, well, it's okay for you to make money, but it's not okay for me to make money. I'm sorry. I have to buy... For Blanton's, I got to buy Fireball. I got to buy Corzone. I got to buy right. Michael Collins, San Mateus. I got to buy so- Southern Comfort. I got to buy so- 99 Bananas. I got to buy so many packagings just to get a little bit of bourbon, but it's okay for you to make it all money. I, I disagree. The, the new norm for Blanton's is going to be $100 retail thanks to the consumer. Wow. There goes my clapping. Thank right. you for ruining bourbon a little bit more. Ruin a little bit more. And you, you know what? I'll take the backlash on this for the guy that says, I've done my time, which he hasn't, okay? And you know what? Sazerac makes some great brands. Their tequila is really good. Heaven Hill makes, a, makes great tequila. Sure, absolutely. Espelon from Wild Turkey, they make great tequilas. But if you don't want to support the whole portfolio, then don't bitch about the price because I'm sorry. That's the new norm. You've created the market where you've raised everything where nobody can go into a store like ABC Liquor. Specs in Texas. Specs is now have, having to deal with Total Wine. Total Wine came into, into Kentucky. This is sad. I, I was up there for Four Roses with Mr. Borsowitz. The warden wasn't with us. That's, that's uh, Tanya Borsowitz. <laughs> so she wasn't with us. <laughs> so uh, Byron from Four Roses and Mandy were telling me Total Wine came into Kentucky uh, a couple years ago. They do 70% of all their business in Kentucky. So you're telling me 30% of all your sales in the state of Kentucky for small batch, yellow, single barrel, and small batch select is bought through Total Wines. Now, Total Wines does not want to sell these brands. What they keep asking for, Rose, is when are you going to do a private label? When are you going to do a private label? Once they do a private label, they never sell the other brands. So you got to support these other brands because Total Wine does not want to support them. So Total Wines can rebuttal with me. They can get on a conference call with me if they want. I'm available anytime you want because it's the challenge the is out there. So look, one of the things we're... We are not afraid of debate. So if somebody from Total Wine yeah. wants to come while we do a weekly spirit celebration to talk about. And I will call them out on it because they're not. Listen, I, I, we have an open microphone. They're welcome. Yeah, because you, you think about you're it. You're giving your opinion. They, they're entitled to give theirs. Chuck Wagner, best friends of Marvin, Marvin Schenken, Camus. Great guy, comes into our stores, emails my owners, tells me, hey, I'm in town. But when you sell four bottles of Camus per store per week and you only reorder four bottles, why wouldn't you take the four-case deal of other brands and four-case Camus and pay less, $20 less a bottle? You don't want to sell Camus. You want to sell your other brand that tastes just like Camus, rated just as high but cheaper. Okay? Right. That's the scam. When you walk out of there, you're buying their brands. They can only sell their brands to be in business. So, unfortunately, it's just not – It's just I won't even buy a bottle of bitters from them. I won't support them because I – the local people have to lock everything up because the bourbon guy thinks he's entitled to everything, walks in the store, buys rare bourbon, walks out, never spends anything with them. Right. Never. You, you got to take care of your, your loyal customers. Their prices are the same as Total Wine. You got to take – this is not just, you know, I've done my time. I'm just going to pay suggested retail. Suggested retail is over with. Oh, gone. Days are gone. 
Well, it's the same thing. You look at big box stores like Walmart. Yeah. They have such power where they go to brands. In fact, many of the brand names, yeah. all the manufacturers have offices in Bentonville, Arkansas, right. you know, within a mile radius of, of uh, their headquarters because Walmart's such a huge yeah. account. Same thing now with Amazon. But basically, the the pricing power that brands had, manufacturers had, is decreased, and you got to play their game. And going to yeah. Walmart, and what do they say? Right next to all Scope and all the other mouthwashes or toothpaste, yeah. they got their own Equate brand. The problem with bourbon with them is they literally sell for like a dollar or two more than what they paid for it. Who? Walmart. They Publix, have liquor stores? Winn-Dixie. Yeah, Walmart has liquor stores. I've never seen one. Now yeah, Publix, so does, I know. So does BJ's. Uh, so does Costco. Yeah, so does Costco. They but, sell but, for like almost nothing because. Well, what Costco does is you can't get seven fifty. Everything there is primarily one point seven five. I know, liters. but when they buy Blanton's, right. like say if Blanton's is normally used to be fifty nine ninety five retail, they sell for fifty two. They make like sometimes they make a dollar fifty on it because they don't they make their money off their uh, membership. Right. So people in whiskey societies and bourbon societies think that when Dixie sells it for like two dollars more, then that's what the price should be. I'm sorry, it's not the price it should be. If they actually had somebody smart that ran the liquor program, they would actually make more money because they basically sell liquor for nothing. Because when I walk into like a Winn-Dixie or a Walmart, and I'm like, how do you guys survive selling this for like a dollar or two dollars more? Oh, well, we got great price. No, you don't. You have the same price in as I do. Right. There's no way. Right. I know what you pay for this. You right. don't, You made a dollar on this. Congratulations. Then I got 10% off. I lost money on liquor. Well, they use it as a loss leader to bring uh, people course. in. That's but what they do. But they could do. make so much money if they actually had somebody that ran their liquor programs the correct way. Well, but they're they're kind of in a different uh, yeah. stratosphere in terms of what so, they're they're looking yeah. to accomplish. All right. back, back to one of my favorite bourbons of all time. It's always been Baker's. Um, they single barrel this. They put this in this cool little bottle. With, it, yeah, I like the bottle. Yeah. It's a very, yeah. like a pre-prohibition bottle. All right, so when we come back, we will start off with the Baker's 7, which actually this single barrel Baker's 7 is eight and a half years. Yeah, it's not a small batch anymore. It's a single barrel. It's a single barrel. So very unique. So we will enjoy the Baker's 7, which is actually an eight and a half years yeah. uh, aged single barrel when we return. For six decades, Camacho has been working hard to build the best damn cigars around, perfecting, preserving the authentic Corojo seed. That's the foundation of the Camacho blends. They talk about strength and character, and that is in Camacho's DNA. And so is the Camacho Corojo Cigar. Complex, flavorful, no compromises. It is bold, it is rich, it is tasty. And it's built using wrapper, binder, and filler that is grown and harvested in the legendary Hamastron Valley in Honduras. A fifth priming wrapper, deep, dark, rich, Three primings in the filler. What you get is a cigar strikingly dark in appearance. Camacho Corojo makes a statement with intensity that's backed up by cedar and earthy notes. A bold experience for those that defy the status quo. Camacho, strength and character. It's in our DNA. All right, Baker's, as we have learned, is no longer a small batch bourbon. It is now single barrel bourbon. Why do they do that, Tommy? Um, single barrel is what everybody wants. They, it's just you know when you when you do a batch, it you blend. Uh, you know, any some, some formulas are different. Makers mark every batch as 19 barrels, which is pretty impressive for something that big. Heaven Hill is 200 to 300 barrels. They do 60% um, eight year old, 20% 10, 20% 12. They do a batch. Um, Buffalo Trace, I'm not sure what their numbers are, but for makers to do 19 barrels and for Beam Centauri to take it over and never change that. 
They want it consistently to taste the same so you never notice a difference. They want it to hit the front of your mouth. Right. It's not that it's bad to hit the back of your mouth. We just think that hitting the front of your mouth, the sweet spot in the middle of your tongue is better. So they do a great job as big as they've gotten. So this is the seven-year-old, which is eight and a half years old. And every single barrel in every state will taste different. Right. Now, on this one, I'm noticing some very nice fruit floral, floral aroma. Floral, very yeah, floral. Absolutely. Very unique. So, we'll say cheers. Take a taste of the Baker's Seven, which is actually eight and a half years on this single barrel. So it's um, usually four, five, and four, six is what they do on these. Sweet. Mm? Nice sweetness to it. A lot very of nice. caramel. Yeah. So everyone will be different. Everyone will be different depending on the barrel number that's on the bottle. Different, like Florida will get this barrel. Other states will have a different barrel. So they're always going to taste different. So sometimes you might like not like a single barrel that's in a state somewhere, but usually the best of the best is going to be used in a single barrel, and then they, you know, their, their mash bills are the same. They'll use something that's not up to par and something else. Well, it's Baker batch. 7, very nice sweetness <laughs> yep. on the palate. A little bit of tingle at the top of the tongue, but very little warmth, very smooth yeah. on the way down. Yeah. No aftertaste, very, very enjoyable. All right, the Baker's 7 wow. is now down the hatch. I'm ready to smoke. Next up will be the Baker's 13 Limited yep. Edition. If you are looking to add a full-flavored cigar to your portfolio of cigars to enjoy, I've got the perfect selection for you. The Gurkha Nicaraguan Series. It is loaded with Nicaraguan leaf from the renowned Aganorsa Farms in Nicaragua. The Gurkha Nicaraguan series features a Corojo 99 Nicaraguan wrapper, dual Corojo 99 binders, and Corojo 99 and Criollo 98 long fillers. The result, a super full-flavored cigar with loads of pepper, loads of spice, very rich, while maintaining absolute smoothness the entire time. Try the Gurkha Nicaraguan series. Add it to your portfolio. Add it to your humidor. You will be in for a super Nicaraguan Puro cigar treat. Gurkha, the world's finest cigars. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. Tommy, we enjoyed the Baker's 7, which actually is a minimum of 7, and this yeah. is eight and a half years, this single barrel. And again, everyone's going to be different. Now we move into the limited edition. 13-year-old. Baker's 13, instead of a black label, has a silver <laughs> yep. label. So this is limited edition. Yep, this came out last year. Um, every state probably got their own barrel. So, uh, you know, Texas's will taste different than Florida's. So and, and so on, so on. Uh, Florida is a huge market. Texas is a huge market. California, New York, in the makers spectrum, California is usually number one because they have so many people. But believe it or not, last year uh, that's your, that's your thirteen. Um, Florida was number two over Texas was number three, and in, in New York, uh, you know, my my home state, which is run by complete incompetent people running it, was number four. Kim John Cuomo. Yeah, yeah. Kim John Cuomo as I, and as, as I Kim John DeBasio. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them. I don't know who's worse. <laughs> well, uh, you can't make chicken salad out of chicken shit, so no. they're both in the chicken shit category. No. Uh, now, this is release year is 2019. This is barrel yeah. number. Actually, it was 19, two years ago, yeah. yeah. This is barrel number 267. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 824. It's got a very unique yeah. tag around it with like a metal, almost looks like a yeah. little metal uh, bullion right around it. Yeah. Very, very unique. Now, what's interesting, Tommy, is that both of these, the 7 and the 13th, are exactly 107 yeah. proof. Yeah, they're always, Baker's is always 17. 
uh, Booker's, which is the same thing, but it's straight. It's it's whatever proofed out of the barrel. Um, I would say the 13 is probably going to be a little more intense, only because the angel share, mm -hmm. as it as it. Uh, some of the alcohol evaporates, you're going to get a more intense flavor with the wood on the barrel. I am salivating, yeah. Tommy. The Baker's 13 Limited Edition. Now, let me just bring it up to my nose. Now, I'm getting a little bit more intensity on the nose than on the Baker's 7. Not as floral. A little bit more woodiness yeah. on the nose. We'll say cheers. The Here thing we go. about this when it got older is I've just tasted it. it. It gets more of that butterscotch. Big time. Big time. Yeah. Yep. So it's uh, very it, smooth. Yeah. So it's 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 retained a lot of butterscotch in it now, where I prefer the younger version of it because uh, a little a little bit more sweetness on the yes. seven, whereas the thirteen yeah. a little bit more wood intensity. And not every barrel will do that. Where I'm not a fit fan of that butterscotch. Like I've I think I've said it before where. When you go when trick or treating, you got that yellow candy and the yellow wrapper, that butterscotch candy. Not the Werther's, the yeah. the one you used to like throw. Oh away. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the yellow Brox, yeah. the Brox. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't a fan of that, and that's kind of what I got in this. And sometimes bourbon gets that flavor, and not every barrel does this. They're, like Texas's thirteen-year-old might not not had butterscotch. Everything is going to be different. Yeah. Now, what's the suggested retail for the Baker Seven? Bur Baker Seven is I think like fifty-nine ninety-five. And the thirteen. Well, anywhere from now, probably if you're gonna, it's not hasn't been made. Four hundred to five hundred bucks. Wow. Secondary, you're really? not gonna find it anymore. Wow. Is it worth it? No. I don't think so. I like the Baker Seven. So do I. Yeah, Baker. I'm gonna take another sip so, of the Seven right like now. Like Parker Beam, you talk about Parker Beam, um, Elmer T. Lee. You talk about uh, Jimmy Rutledge, um, Jimmy Russell, and they say bourbon is the best between. Some of them say eight to ten years old. Yep. Some of them say ten to twelve. Jimmy Rutledge is, I mean, Jimmy Russell is 10 to 12. The rest of them are 8 to 10. And cool. I agree with them. 8 to 10 is like the sweet spot between bourbon. 10 to 12 is good, but some bourbons, like this one, they they just um, sometimes, it, it's just some flavors I, I don't prefer in bourbon. Well, forget the cost. Just from a taste uh -huh. perspective, to me, the 7 is oh, a yeah. little smoother, oh, yeah. more sweetness, a little <clears throat> more soft on the on the palate. Yeah. And nobody Very drinks nice. it, and everybody's going to drink it now because they released 33 single barrels in the United States, and that's it. And they're going to drink it because we talked about it yeah. on our weekly Bold Alpha people, Spirit yeah, people Celebration. People want what they can have. There you go. Fantastic. Nice selections, Tommy. The Baker's 7, which actually in this barrel is eight and a half years old. The Baker's 13, huge price difference yeah. from about 60 bucks yeah. to four or 500 And bucks. guess what? My single barrel I did with Lucan's is better than both of these. Really? Yeah, it'll be here in about a month, month and a half. All right, we'll mark that down maybe in September. Yep. We'll try that yep. for National Bourbon Heritage Month. That'll be perfect. All right, so the Baker's 7, Baker's 13 Limited Edition, enjoyable spirits as we uh, celebrate once again our weekly spirit celebration here on Bold Alpha. Alpha Dave, your global five-star general, Alpha Male in Chief. Don't forget to subscribe to Bold Alpha. Give us a five-star review. And also check out our brother podcast, the Cigar Dave Show podcast for all things cigar-related. Alpha Dave saying cheers, live it up.